please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Good morning, Brent Bagley with McIntyre Elder Law, and this is the show all about caffeine addiction and legal questions. Latte with a lawyer. Today, we're going to address a question that I've gotten a lot, okay? So yesterday I talked about powers of attorney and how important powers of attorney were and the fact that those documents, the general durable power of attorney and healthcare power of attorney are probably the most important thing you can do right now to protect yourself, your assets, and your family. So the follow-up question I get from a lot of people is, well, how about if I already have a power of attorney? Okay, because a lot of people do. They've planned ahead and thankfully gotten a power of attorney in place. So they want to know, is my power of attorney adequate and can it stand the test of time? So the answer to that, as with all good answers from any lawyer, it starts with, it depends. Okay, it really depends on how the power of attorney is drafted. You want your power of attorney to be detailed. You want to have broad powers, number one. Okay, so let's talk about that. Number one, broad powers. The person you're appointing as your power of attorney needs to have broad powers to act on your behalf in any way that you could do yourself. Okay, so if that person is going to be dealing with your assets and making choices to help protect you, then they need to be able to do anything that you could do. So any type of business interest, any type of finance um, account, any type of retirement account, any type of piece of property, whether real or tangible personal property, they need to be able to do whatever you could do with it, whether that's sell it, um, change the names, gift it, whether that's, um, you know, dealing with debt obligations owed to you or owed by you, whatever it is, okay? They need to be able to do all of that because if you can't, someone has to. So it's very, very important that those powers be broad, right? That might concern you that you, you know, have broad powers given to another person, but the person that you pick really needs to be a trusted person, okay? By the way, they do have a fiduciary duty that, you know, they could be held liable if they act in bad faith on your behalf. So just keep that in the back of your mind. That being said, you want those powers to be defined in the power of attorney as well. It's not enough that those powers are listed, okay? They have to be defined as well because, I mean, what does it mean to be able to do property transactions for someone or banking transactions for someone unless it's defined? I don't know. If I'm a banker, I don't know what that means. Banking transactions. Does that mean that, you know, someone can come in the bank and, and take all the money out, set up another account, you know, set up a, a you know, take out a loan or, or I have no idea. Banking transactions to me, if it's not defined, I don't know. So if you want your power of attorney to use the power of attorney document effectively, okay, those powers need to be defined so they can point exactly where it says on that power of attorney that they have the ability to do what they're purporting that they can do, okay? So that saves a lot of time, heartache, and promotes efficiency in the process of the agent acting on your behalf. So healthcare power of attorney, general durable power of attorney need to be detailed, all right? They need to be uh, executed effectively. So they need to be signed and notarized. The power of attorney for healthcare needs to be witnessed, okay? So if that's not done, then it should be. The general durable power of attorney also should be recorded at the register of deeds. And if it's not, then you need to go ahead and have it recorded, which we'll be happy to do for you.
Now, the reason why it needs to be recorded at the Register of Deeds is number one, it puts everyone in the world on notice that you've appointed a power of attorney and lends more validity to that power of attorney. So, you know, if I'm a banker, I can go online and see that, hey, it's recorded at the Register of Deeds. This is a legit thing that's happened, right? It's not just some fake document someone's bringing in to me. Number two, you cannot act on someone's behalf with respect to real property unless the general durable power of attorney is recorded at the registered deeds. That is a requirement to be able to deal with real property, okay? So record the power of attorney, make sure that it's notarized, and make sure that the healthcare power of attorney is notarized and has two witnesses. Other than that, you know, if you have further questions about the specifics of what the power of attorney does, give me a call. I'll be happy to sit down and review the power of attorney and make sure it's adequate for you and can stand the test of time, okay? And, um, you know, work for you, not just now, but in the future. So if you wanna sit down with me for an hour, go over power of attorneys to do anything else that you wanna do with respect to estate planning and elder law, then give me a call, 704-259-7040 or visit our website at mcelderlaw.com. That's M as in Mike, C as in Charlie, elderlaw.com. Thank you. We put off planning till things get slow. Tomorrow's never promised today. Don't get too busy and let it all slip away. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Foundational planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed. If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. State planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back and